Hey, yo, say hello to the back guy, Scott Hall. Hey, this is Olympic gold medalist Kurt Angle from TNA. Oh, it's real. It's damn real. Hi, this is Booker T, the five-time WCW champion. And you listen to SNS Radio Network. Yo, monkeys, it's me, PPP, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the diamond cutter, the three-time, three-time, three-time world champion. Stay tuned or you will feel Hey, you listen on the SNS Network, and that's the bottom line. The Gold Gold Centro. The world is listening. This is Rob Van Dam. What's going on? This is Kazarian. And this is the fallen angel Christopher Daniels. This is Cowboy James Storm. And if you don't like that, sorry about your damn luck. This is TNA World Heavyweight Champion Bobby Roode. Five, four, three, two, one. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Welcome to TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Here's your host, the outlaw of the IWC. Don't piss me off. The Trey Dog. All right, everybody, welcome back once again to TNA Chat Live. I am your host for the evening, the Bronx Father. Still not at 100%, probably around, oh, maybe 70, I don't know. But, you know, I want to dive right into tonight. I want to dive right into Impact. Now, tonight was a tape show. I did not read the spoilers. If I wasn't doing this show, I probably would have and watched it anyway. But I wanted to go in as if it was a live show. I wanted to come at you guys as if it was a live show. I, I kind of thought it'd be cheating to look at spoilers. So I, I just avoided it. And I got to say, there were a few things tonight, sadly probably more things than not, that I didn't like and didn't agree with. I'm going to jump right into the main topic really quickly. I hate, I hate, I hate when a wrestling company, whether it's TNA, WWE, ECW, Ring of Honor, I don't give a shit, will set up a major angle on a pay-per-view and then on the following show, whether it's Raw, Impact, whatever have you, just just totally make the results of the pay-per-view meaningless. Meaningless. And I'm referring to tonight's main event. More on that in a moment. But for right now, I'm going to open up the phone lines. I want to hear what you guys thought of Impact because I think some people may be thinking along my lines, but maybe not. 
So right now, the phone lines are open. Call now to talk TNA Live. The number to call, 501-588-7957. That's 501-588-7957. TNA Chat Live. And if you can't call in, or maybe you just don't want to call in, that's okay. If you'd like to get in touch with me by email, it's TNA Chat Live at snsradionetwork.com. If I get some emails, I'll definitely read them. I do want people to call in because I want to know what you guys thought. And, and this was my main bone of contention tonight. You have this big buildup for this triple threat match at Turning Point. You've got James Storm, Robert Roode, and of course, AJ Styles. In this huge triple threat, James Storm gets the win by pinning AJ Styles. That's okay. The things that they're doing with AJ, I do kind of like. But getting back to my point, now tonight, Robert Roode comes out, does say some vile vicious shit to James Storm, which would provoke me into a fight. Robert Roode, of course, says, put your, you know, put your number one contendership on the line. Storm is like, nah, I ain't doing that. I busted my ass too long for this. But then at the end of the day, if you talk about a guy's wife and kids, yeah, James Storm decides to go at it again with Robert Roode and loses. But with that said, there is a caller on the line. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Hey, Bronx, it's Anthony. What's up, man? Uh, I'm agreeing with you saying that um, tonight, how the main event did it was, was just stupid. I mean, I, I didn't see the pay-per-view, but apparently you didn't. You said everyone's been saying that match was a great one. But then they just do that whole just switch the number one contender. Is like, really, what was the point of that? Why does have Rude win the belt, uh, match in the first place? Yeah. And, no, go it's like, yeah, it's like with, no, with Joe. Everyone wanted him to get the title shot every time, and he looked like he was going to get it. Oh, he loses it to somebody else. Then when he finally gets the belt, it's like, yeah, he gets the belt. Like, okay, what? I'm sorry, but they're going to probably do the same thing with Storm if they don't just, start, just decide to pull the trigger. Well, I mean, I think also that it's getting to the point now where while I did enjoy this feud, it's now time to maybe switch gears, you know. I mean, Storm and Rude, always good matches, but it's to the point where I would have liked to have seen each guy do something else. You know, uh, maybe they're thinking is because Storm and Jeff Hardy are both faces. They didn't want to have to make them confront each other. Maybe now we'll start a program with, who knows, maybe with Robert Rude and, and Jeff Hardy for the title. But it's... Man, I don't know. I just feel I feel bad for James Storm. I know it's storyline, but I can't see having the guy on top of the world and four days later, you know, he's right back where he started. And um, one other thing, I was kind of like, they were having this big serious moment. It looks like they're going to have Doc or whoever they call him. Like he's not going to join the group. Then when he opens the door, oh, there's this jacket with a big joke. I'm like, okay, you're making these guys being badass son of a bitches, but then they do jokes. Well, that's what drunken hardcore guys do. You know, 
th- that I didn't have much of a problem with. You know, I fuck with my friends all the time. You do that. They were fuck. They were messing with him. You know, that didn't bother me that much. Uh, I thought it was kind of a, a cool surprise because they did set it up pretty decent where it looked like they were really kicking his ass out. But then, you know, they surprised him, you know, and a bunch of guys are hanging around together. They do shit like that. You, you, you know, joke on your friends. That didn't bother me too much. Um, but what did was, I don't understand why the hell, okay, I know that they're throwing a dart at a board. Why would you go after Magnus? I mean, that was like, what? Why? Because he, I guess his um, pitcher was the one that hit. Because yeah, he hit the board with the pitchers, we already saw angles, but then he threw another dart, and he said, that prick deserves it. And, well, that looked like it was Magnus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think what they're doing is they're trying to say that we're just totally anti-TNA. You know, we don't care if you're a face. We don't give a shit if you're a heel. If you're TNA and not aces and eights, you know, we can go after you. But, I mean, it, it amazed me that, you know, I just wouldn't have thought Magnus. You know, it was it was like a surprise to me. You would think they'd at least try to go after someone like Angle, try to go after someone like Hogan. But, you know, I I, I get why they did it. But, you know, did it really advance anything? Uh, I think maybe one, they just wanted to show heck that we can take anybody out we want and really take him out. And he thought, Magnus, we can take him out, and he can leave for a while. We don't have to worry about that. But also, I think it was said a while ago that Magnus' contract is running out, and he's not sure he's going to resign. So they said, okay, we're going to write you out until you decide. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. It, that that definitely could be it. But, I mean, you know, they, they, they put... They put Doc over even further, this whole hammer gimmick, and I mean, you know, banging the guy in the kneecaps, okay. You know, I'm Italian, I understand hitting the guy in the kneecaps, that's how you do it. But... I'm wondering if Curly made a call to Aces and Eights. You know? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> you, you, you'd never know. I mean, you saw that picture of them being all buddy-buddy. Could Crelly have pulled out the proverbial knife and stuck it in Magnus's back? Wow. And no offense to the Divas, um, I mean, the knockouts, Battle Royal, you had just seen five people in there, you're going like, God, how the division has fallen to how it once was. Yeah, no, no doubt. No, no doubt. Know, I'm, I'm glad that Mickey's back and they're going to have uh, her go for the belt, but no offense, they should. It's just unfortunate they had to drop the whole idea of the heel turn, which she was going to do with Velvet Sky before Velvet left the company. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, the knockouts division has just, man, I heard some people talking about this the other day, too. It, it's just, it's gone so far down. It's almost like now you, you look at the knockouts as just talented divas. Because they don't really, it doesn't mean shit anymore. And you got to remember, you know, many people have said this, interviews with TNA guys we've had on this network said, at one time, the knockout segment was the highest fucking rated segment on Impact. Yeah, now it's more shallow than Kelly Kelly Diaphragm. Wow. 
and we kind of argued this early in the chat. I'm kind of getting, I'm going like they're really going back to an uh, Daniel Styles feud or program for a while. I'm like you'd spend most of the year doing that. Do something else. Yeah, I, I, I don't. Ne- I didn't necessarily want to totally disagree with you. I get what you're saying. I do. I just like Daniels, and maybe in a in a singles, you know, where it's just just the two of them, and you know, maybe you get Kaz out of the way. But I hear what you're saying. I, you know, it it almost appeared to me as if. When AJ started talking that shit, I was like, hmm, maybe he'll turn. You know, you had everyone in the back commenting, I think Hogan, I believe it was Dixie. You know, I don't know how this is going to affect AJ. See, now, this, unlike the immortal bullshit, would be a heel turn that would make sense. Here's a oh, guy. The heel turn as the mortal was okay, but then just one totally shitty around the end. Yeah, and I think also it's because, see, the problem is TNA fans, mainly, especially in the Impact Zone, don't want to boo AJ because he, he is that that fixture, that, that figurehead for TNA. However, with the shit that's happened to him this year, you know, he pointed it out himself. First, I got accused of screwing Dixie Carter. Then I got accused of... <laughs> Which I liked of impregnating a crackhead when he said that. I was like, okay, you go, AJ. And now he can't wrestle for a title for, for close to a year. So, yeah, that is something that can make a baby face snap. I think it, what I would have done, and I don't usually do fantasy booking on this show, is I would have had Daniels come out and handle it a little bit different. And say, you see, I, I was trying to send you a message all this time. None of these people give a shit about you. The company doesn't give a shit about you. You know, you, you're weak. You, you let us get over on you. You're letting everyone get over on you. You know, it's just pathetic, man. And instead of having, you know, AJ challenge him to a match, just have Daniels turn around and walk the fuck away. And have AJ standing in the ring just staring. And that could have planted the seed. But... Yeah, a match between them again, while I know it will be a five-star fucking match, it's time, it is time to split these guys up. I mean, they could have had somebody from the gut check winners just say, like, oh, it's been a crappy year for you, but it's been the best for me. I mean, I've got my, got my dream being the company and all that. Then the two, um, him going, feeding with Styles. Yeah, yeah, that's true, but who... I mean, Christian York. Yeah, I get what you're saying, but, but you know, and, and we always say that someone like at AJ's level now can put somebody over, but I think, I don't know if I'd want to use AJ for that. I might, like I said, have him turn heel, and... He has reasons. Every good heel needs a, needs a reason. He has reasons. He's been shit on all year. And maybe, ooh, now you got me really thinking. If we did turn AJ heel. Don't hurt yourself. Who would, shut up. Who would be the first, who would be the face he could go after? Hmm. 
What would be his reasoning? Maybe have him shit. <laughs> Maybe watching the NWO DVD the other night kind of got this in my head right now. Wouldn't it be some shit if at a pay-per-view you just had AJ turn and go with aces and eights? That would be the adrenaline shot in the arm that I think that aces and eights, aces and eights group desperately needs right now. Yeah, and speaking of aces, I think the one guy that was teaming with Devon was Mike Knox. Could have been. I haven't seen Mike Knox in so long. I, I really couldn't tell you. Could have been. But, you know, there's another thing. They ended up getting the loss. You know, it, it doesn't make them look weak, but it makes, well, it's making Kurt Angle look like a million bucks. Right now, the only person who seems to have been able to get over on aces has been Kurt. Yeah, but you saw that Wes Briscoe came out, but you saw he had plenty of chances to go hit one of them. He never did with the pipe. So I'm saying he's the most likely the long-haired member of the Aces and Eights. Yeah, it could be, but but the thing is, you know, like I said, it's going on to the point now where I want this group to to get some shot shot in the arm, something shocking. Okay, we got Devon. Yeah, all right. We got Luke Gallows. Mm-hmm. You know, they need something big and they need it soon or it's just the same shit every week. I mean, what are we going to see every week? Someone taken out with a hammer? You know, this isn't fucking four. I mean, come on. Yeah, I kind of know what happens next week, so I'm not going to say, but who knows? And another thing, Bubba Ray and Brooke... Oh, what? God, I was going to get on that. I mean, apparently, Bully's getting on broke, so. Yeah, man. You know, every, you know, just when you, you try to defend TNA, where I've kind of stood up for them, you know, where everyone's saying the WWE is, you know, oh, they're, they're stealing the AJ Styles angle with the whole AJ Lee and Cena shit. And now TNA steals it right back. I mean, that's just... I don't get that. Bully fucking Ray? I, I mean, they're going to do something different. It's going to be, uh, not the same. We're not ripping off. I mean, apparently Bischoff tweeted that um, Eric wins when they said that apparently WWE was copying something from them. I'm like, oh, you kidding. Man, it's, 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 it's just petty shit. I mean, I, I don't... I, I, look, it, we haven't gone far enough into it for me to completely shit on them and say it's a blatant ripoff. I won't do that yet until I see where it goes. I mean, I, I probably next week, because it's Thanksgiving, there, there won't be a TNA chat live, unfortunately, because I'm going to be eating and drinking myself into oblivion. But The usual. Yeah, exactly. Tip, typical night for the Bronx father. But... I'll be interested to see. I might just have to be a bad boy and look at the spoilers for next week. I won't give any out on the air, obviously, but I really would like to see if that advances at all. You probably know, but I don't want it on air. So I may oh, I check them out. Anything. All right. And I just, I'm just, because I'm more, what else? And I think, 
I mean, Jesse did okay in this match against Eric Young, but still, I'm like, don't care for this guy. Get away from me. I don't want to see him. There's no offense. He's just boring. And the whole power couple thing. Good Lord. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with that. I mean, I just... I, although, although, I will say, I was more impressed with him in the ring than I thought I'd be. I mean, he's he's not... He is trained. He is trained. It's just maybe his personality is so annoying that he's doing his job on us right. You know, I, I don't know, man. But anyway, like I said, tonight I just, you know, I'll give some more thoughts on it. But, Anthony, thank you as always, man. No problem. Take care. All right, bro. Take care. All right. The phone lines are still open. like to get another call in before the break. Um, the email is also open. Once again, Live at snsradionetwork.com. But, I mean, in, in a little more depth with this whole Brooke bully thing, uh, I, I, don't, I don't get it. I, I don't understand. Look, first of all, Brooke is only as authority as far as the knockouts go. I don't know if this maybe sets up some friction between Bully Ray and Hulk Hogan. That's the only thing I could think of. You know, maybe next week, uh, brother, I, I, I'll try my best. I can't do a good Hogan right now. Brother, what are you doing with my, you know, with my daughter, brother? You know, why the hell were you in a room with, you know, with my daughter, brother, and just Bully Ray Hogan? You got to listen to me, man. You know, with that New York accent of his. It isn't what you think. It's just not. Why would someone who looks like Brooke, and, and mind you, I know a lot of people say she looks like her dad. She does. But why would Brooke Hogan, out of all the young, in-shape guys there, why the hell would she go with one of the oldest, like, not even in the greatest of shape? Now, he's in a hundred times the shape he was in. But still, you would think that, you know, she has a better pick than fucking Bully. I mean, what did, what's the reason behind that? I'm not shitting on the guy, but come on. You know, Hogan involved in a real-life sex scandal, which he's still trying to sue for and not getting anywhere and it's crazy you set up a storyline like this with his daughter and it almost makes me think that the only fucking reason they're doing it is because everyone and their mother has been going on the internet talking about how similar the freaking Cena AJ Lee shit is you know Trey has said this before, and it bears repeating, like most of the freaking analogies Trey says over the years. Don't worry about the fucking grass in your neighbor's yard when you're living in a fucking cardboard box. Okay? And that may seem a little harsh, but... TNA, I think, just needs to totally ignore whatever WWE's doing and do their own shit. 
Now, I'm not behind the scenes. I'm not saying for sure that they're doing this purposely to kind of poke fun at WWE. But the similarities, man, the way it's starting off, WWE has a sex scandal going on. Now, all of a sudden, TNA, it looks like, is having a sex scandal. Guys, do your own thing. WWE's not going to copy you. And if they do it, it's not going to be on purpose. You don't need to worry about what they're doing. Worry about advertising. Worry about getting your ratings up. Worry about tweaking some of your storylines. Because like I said, some of the storylines tonight, I mean, aces and eights to me, again, is dragging. It needs something else. Excuse me. It needs to be made bigger somehow. You know, a bunch of guys, all right, they hang out in a clubhouse every week. They attack somebody. It it doesn't have my interest that much anymore. It doesn't have a feel to it that that makes me say, what are these guys going to do next? Well, what are, what are they going to do next? Next week they'll attack someone else with a hammer and that's it? You know, have these guys go apeshit nuts. I'd rather them go back to the way they were, just going apeshit nuts coming in, you know, we had the stipulation where now they're allowed on impact, of course. We've seen that in the past few weeks. But I think what would really put them over is, again, someone bigger. Not fucking Devon. Someone a little bit bigger. Someone like a Kurt Angle, an AJ Styles. You know, you want to rip something off? Well... You're already an NWO-like group. Rip that off. You know, I believe it was Jim Cornette who said a good wrestling angle can be recycled every 10 years. Well, if you're going to use a good wrestling angle, have one of your top freaking faces side with aces and eights. And I know if Trey were here right now, he'd put a foot up my ass, but I'll say it. Even James Storm. James Storm. Hey, Maybe him losing his title shot fucks his head up. And maybe he says, you know what? Screw this. I got no title shot now, which is his own fault, mind you. But why the hell should I keep getting shit on? AJ Styles, again, why should I keep getting shit on? You know, that's what Aces and Eights needs. Now... As far as next week goes, next week's show should be interesting. We have an entire gut check show, which I, I always find pretty good. I like to see some of the younger, some of the, you know, guys come out and just say, I want to fight this guy, fight that guy. I like that. And did I say gut check? Oh, we don't have the buzzer, do we? There we go. Open fight night. Yeah, we're going to have a whole night of gut check next week, everybody. Next freaking week, it's going to be guys from the audience are going to come out for the entire fucking two hours, and we're going to have a goddamn gut check. Really, Bronx? Really? What I meant to say is I like open fight night where anybody can challenge anybody. And Austin Aries... Getting ready to start some shit. You know, so we'll 
We'll have to check it out next week. I encourage everyone to check it out. Right now, I'm going to take a brief commercial break. When I come back, the phone lines will still be open. So we'll be right back with more TNA Chat Live on the SNS Radio Network. Get ready to fly. We'll be back with more TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS Radio Network. Wrestling fans, your ring announcer here, Sean Beckerman, and I'm proud to present to you the Pro Wrestling Nostalgia Podcast that's taking the IWC by storm beyond the bell. On each edition, we cover a different theme, taking you back in time to relive the greatest and worst in professional wrestling. We go behind the mic, where you will get backstage stories from the perspective of a pro wrestling ring announcer on the independent circuit. Find out what it was like to announce some of the greatest stars in pro wrestling history and the funny stories behind the scenes. And we wrap it all up with old school wrestling music. So tune in to Beyond the Bell each and every week on the SNS Radio Network. And I'll see you at the matches. It's go time. What's up, guys and gals? Sensational sequel, Sensational Sean, right here with you. You can catch myself and Ashley, yes, that is his name, on the open book. Every Friday night at 11 p.m. Eastern Time, you'll catch us doing video games, the open book, fantasy, EFET, and movie and entertainment news. So check us out every Friday at 11 p.m. Eastern Time at snsradionetwork.com. Come check us out. Ladies and gentlemen, Wrestling News Live is proud to bring to you a day in the life of Ric Flair. Life of Ric Flair, brought to you by Wrestling News Live.
wrestling fans? Do you want to break from the day-to-day ins and outs of the WWE, TNA, and Ring of Honor? Do you like talk radio that pulls no punches? And do you like your sci-fi and fantasy? Well, tune in to the Elite Force Podcast each and every midweek with Chuck W. And each weekend with William Walkie Walker and Mindwipe. Exclusively on the SNS Radio Network and the Chris Jones Gaming Network. Yeah. This is going to be fun. Welcome back to TNA Chat Live with the Trey Dog on the SNS Radio Network. Well, I'm packing up my game and I'm head out west with real women. All right, welcome back to TNA Chat Live here on the SNS Radio Network. Um, talking about impact a little harshly tonight, you know, but I, like I said, this show, I'll, I'll give it to them when they deserve it. And a lot of the stuff they did tonight, I just. <coughs> Pardon me. I didn't like. Um, another thing that was interesting was we had the phone lines are still open, by the way. So call in, send your emails. Um, was the whole thing with Hogan and Joseph Park. Joseph Park, of course, wants another shot at aces and eights. And Hogan is like, no way. I mean, listen, you know, you all right. You did OK at the pay-per-view, but, you know, you still got your ass beat. And. You know, you're still not a trained, well, quote unquote, trained wrestler. So this prompts Joseph Park to say, well, I'm going to go get trained. You know, I'm going to go get my ass trained and I'll be back. No one's like, he won't be back. But I would think that this would mean we're not going to see Park for a few weeks because what would be the, you know, a guy can't be trained to wrestle in a week or even two weeks. I'm almost saying that there comes a point at the next pay-per-view where we finally just say, look, it's abyss. It's been abyss all along. Do some kind of angle. I mean, I, 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 I like the Joseph Park character. But the thing is, if he wants a fight, let him fight. You know, let him come. It'd be a good gimmick. Let him come out every week and try to get one over on aces and eights. Let, let Hogan give him a, you know, a, a paper that says, look, you're not a trained wrestler. We're not responsible. You're a lawyer. You know what this means. If you get hurt, we're not responsible. Let him sign it. Let the motherfucker fight. If he wants to fight, let him do it. You know, I just, I know it's a post-pay-per-view show. And you tend to wrap things up from the pay-per-view. I get that. Um, but I, I'm hoping... And again, I haven't read the spoilers for next week. I'm hoping that they just, they move forward. It's almost like tonight was like a stop sign. And the things that they did do, which was, you know, James Storm losing his title shot. You know, the whole thing with Doc and, 
it just didn't seem to advance advance to me. Now, at the end, we had Austin Aries saying basically that he's going to change things. He's going to call out somebody next week, and it's going to be a big deal. We have to see what he has planned. I mean, he's basically full heel now. If you don't believe it, you know, you're crazy. Another thing that I don't really get is this whole thing where Jeff Hardy has kind of like a, uh, oh, God, what was that show? Was it the Wonder Years where it was just like he's sitting there and he has dialogue going on in his head that apparently we can hear. What? I, I, I understand. I mean, you got Aries talking shit to this guy, and he's just sitting there doing a dialogue in his head. I, I don't know. I, I just, I don't get that. I, I just, to me, it seems like kind of silly. It's, it's live, well, supposedly live TV. Kind of weird, just just kind of weird. Um, Anthony mentioned earlier we got to see Jesse in action again, and he went up against Eric Young, and Jesse actually got the win with not a bad finisher. Uh, I still can't stand the guy, but he did, you know, he did a decent, he's, he's doing a decent job, and everybody can't stand his guts, so that's fine. Uh, I found it interesting that during the Garrett Bischoff and Kurt Angle with Kurt Angle versus Aces and Eights, we had, you know, Wes Briscoe making a save and Angle and Garrett Bischoff go over. Wes Briscoe is someone I just, I'm wondering where this is going to go. A lot of people are saying about him being in Aces and Eights. I don't know. As of tonight, you know, he he seemed to me that he's still, you know, firmly with the baby faces or firmly with TNA. But everybody seems to think that something's going on with him and Aces and Nates. But again, he's not a guy who's big enough in my mind. He wouldn't be that much of a shocker if he did turn out to be with Aces and Nates. I, I you know, I, I don't get that. We'll have to see. Um, again, impact tonight. I mean, they were, the wrestling was okay, but the storylines, I really think need a little work. I, I don't get, I don't get Storm giving up, giving up that title shot. It just, I don't know. But once again, phone lines are still open. I'm waiting, guys. If I'm going to continue the show, I want to get some callers in. Give us a call. Um, or send your emails again, TNA chat live at snsradionetwork.com. Um, next week we have another tape TNA. Uh, the subject of ratings had come up in the chat room earlier. I'm going to be interested to see what the ratings look like for these tape shows it once again taped where spoilers are available from what i understand this isn't going to be a permanent thing tna is not going back to being taped it's going to be for a couple weeks um 
But last week, they did a little higher rating. I believe they're back in the ones. That's good. I mean, wrestling as a whole is just, you know, this is the time of year as well where the holidays are coming and even both companies kind of slow things down. But, well, we'll have to see. I mean, things certainly slowed down tonight. Sting, I'm wondering what role Sting is going to play when he comes back. Um, if he comes back, I don't know how long his contract is. But, you know, they played it up tonight. Hogan said he visited Sting, didn't like what he saw. So it looks like he's going to be out for a while. And after that brutal fucking attack last week, that would make perfect sense to me. But, you know, we didn't see, I was, last. we didn't see um, Chavo Guerrero tonight, you know. It was less, I don't know, less wrestling than we're used to. Mickey James is back, I'm sure, somewhere in upstate New York at the Northern Command. The power Andy Knowles is absolutely happy. Mickey James now just comes back, and she's the number one contender. She did win the... Battle Royal, which consisted of, I believe, only five women, which kind of a small Battle Royal. Uh, Eric Young and ODB, they continue to, you know, make me laugh. But, I mean, just the fact that you have a, a knockouts tag title at this point is laughable because it almost seems like you, it's true. You don't have enough women there to do any type of tag team wrestling. You know, what's the point of having those belts? But she is the number one contender. So she's apparently going to, at some point, be going up against Tara. That's a match that, no matter how you cut, it's going to be great. Uh, both of them, their work is excellent in the ring. You know, both at this point, veterans. So that's that's a new new feud in knockouts division that I, I kind of kind of looking forward to. Um, Kurt Angle apparently is the one guy who aces and eights can't get to. I'm not sure where that goes. You know, that's just another wait and see thing. Um, again, Kurt would be another guy who, if he turned and went over to aces and eights, would be something really unexpected, really interesting. And again, just en enhance that group which at this point is just getting a little little stale. We said all this before. So while I'm waiting for some more calls, I have some network announcements to make. Quite a few, actually. Uh, these are pretty important. There was no running the ropes tonight, and there won't be a running the ropes next week as well. Um, those guys are busy. They have some things going on. The holidays are coming, so there won't be a running the ropes next week. This Sunday is Survivor Series, so definitely check out Sunday Night Showdown. I believe it's going to be myself, JJ, and Mark the Shark DiCarlo at uh, 8 p.m. Eastern, of course, as always. And uh, pay-per-view I'm looking very forward to. Make sure you get in your picks over at 4down.org because at the last TNA pay-per-view turning point, guess what? We were number one. We finally beat the woo-woo-woo world order. So 
I want us to get over number one overall on the site. I want us to win Survivor Series, and the only way you can do that is by going and making your picks. Check out the podcasts over the weekend and during the week. There's plenty of them. There is, of course, oh, tomorrow night, the open book with Sean at 11 p.m. Eastern. We've got uh, the Beyond the uh, Beyond the Bell archive is up. Definitely, if you're into old school retro wrestling, you have to check out that archive because it's always entertaining. We've got the Midweek Elite Force podcast with Chuck W. That's out. Check that out. We've got the Weekend Elite Force podcast. We have um, our new show, The Hard Way. Make sure you get that archive, too. Oh, am I forgetting anybody? I'm always forgetting somebody. JJ and I go through hell with this. We have so many shows. Just check them all out. And, you know, that's about it. But before I move on, let's see. I have someone very important calling in here who wants to speak to us. Welcome to TNA Chat Live. Who's this? Good evening. It's your producer. What's going on, man? Not much. Uh, I wanted to bring up something you were talking about with the ratings. And this is going to be a real quick phone call because I can see Terrence is calling in. And I want to get him on quick. As far as the ratings go for next week, they're probably going to be down substantially for two reasons. One being their, one of their main demographics are not even going to be home. Because next week, Thanksgiving Thursday, Walmart is open at 8 p.m. <laughs> okay. Wow. Not being anti-redneck, but I'm just... <laughs> I'm just facing a fact. And they're also going to take a hit in the ratings. And you might not be doing a TNA chat live show, even if it's Thanksgiving anyway. Because do you know what else is on that night? For a ton of shitload of football? Yeah, but do you know what the night game is? And the reason that you might be contemplating suicide even as we speak? Yeah, tell me. It's the Patriots and the Jets on NBC. So, much like the way WWE televised a prison rate Monday between Ryback and Brad Maddox, we're going to see another prison rape on Thanksgiving. Wow. It, it could be worse. It could be a doubleheader with the New York Jets at the first game and the Eagles on the second game. Oh, It could ouch. be really bad. Hey, and I live in Philly, so you know... That hurts me just as well. Anyway, I'm going to get off here because I want Terrence to get in here real quick. So, have fun. All right. Let's get Terrence in. And then after I speak with him, I will finish the announcements that I have for next week. Obviously, it's a holiday week. Um, some shows won't be on. Um, we want to spend time with our families. And, and it's a short week. And as Larry just pointed out, a lot of other shit going on. But on the phone line right now... Terrence, how you doing? Hey, how you doing, Bronx? How you doing tonight, man? Pretty good, pretty good. Hey, well, good night, man. It's a good night. Uh, I thought the show impact was pretty good tonight. Thought they uh, slowed it down a little bit, allowed us to uh, catch up on things. Uh, I thought the show was strong, you know. Um, I thought the uh, looked like what they, you know, trying to do. 
with the uh, Bully Ray and uh, Brooke Hogan thing is very interesting. I think they, they started that last week with the uh, little conversation they had in the back where Brooke broke away. And it looks like they're trying to lead us in the direction that Brooke could be behind Aces and Eight. Well, I don't know, man. It's It's certainly possible. I think it's just that... <clears throat> you draw comparisons when both companies have similar shit going on. There's just no way around it. And the, the thing that, 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 like, I don't get is why Bully Ray? Hmm. I, you know what? I think it's because, you know, they let us down that way at the beginning where everybody thought it was him. And then, you know, they turned it on us at uh, Barrel for Glory. So, I think they want us to they want us to get caught up in the bully ray character and they're gonna to try to make him a sympathetic uh face and where he's gonna to try to keep resisting Brooke where she's leading him down this path to turn and then at the end of the day he probably will turn. Yeah, and I the the, the only the one part of it I do find interesting is what what's Hogan, you know, Hulk's take going to be on this? It's it, very interesting with that is that they didn't ever, you know, they didn't really play it up as far as the announce team. I don't know it, because of the show wasn't live this week with the editing that they didn't mention it as far as the announce team. So, you know, maybe that was, you know, filled in after, you know, after they did the matches or whatever. But it will be interesting to see where they go at with that direction Something's definitely going on with Brooke. But I, I think what they're doing, and I think you said this before, is that they're trying to keep us interested in the Aces of the Eight thing where I still don't think they have decided on the direction of where this thing going to end, where it's going to go. I think we've all been beating the Jeff Jarrett card, the Eric Bischoff card, but I, I think they're trying to keep this thing going as long as they can. I don't know. Like I say, I... Maybe it's they trying to end this thing at lockdown because that's the last uh with the next road pay per view show. So I mean, who knows? But uh you know, in a way you're getting tired of it in a sense because you know, you still don't know all the characters of Ace of Eight, you don't know who behind it. So they're trying to lead this mystery to keep us interested in it. But uh far as the show tonight, it it was very a very strong show and uh, not getting away from it, but Turning Point was a good pay-per-view also, TNA provided us this weekend. Oh, no doubt. You won't get any argument from me there. Turning Turning Point was Turning Point was awesome. I mean, I, I loved every minute of it. In fact, I was. it was like after it was over, I was like, damn, you know, that would have been such... I had had a co-host lined up to come in and, and help me out, man, and it was going to be good, and I just couldn't do it, man. I was sick as shit. But uh, right. I did watch it. I hung out in the chat room. Yeah, it was a good, it was a good solid pay-per-view, like mo almost all of their pay-per-views are. But I just kind of, you know, one of the things I mentioned earlier, man, is that maybe it's just because I feel bad for the guy, and that's exactly what they want me to feel. But James Storm, man, losing his, you know, his title shot, I, I just, like I said earlier, I don't like when they render something that happened at the pay-per-view meaningless on a free show. That's just me. It, it, well, you know, it's well. I think we've all noticed this from TNA over the last year or so is that they set up the pay per view for television. You know, the pay per view. You know, the pay per view buys are not great, so 
they they want you to come down that road to where they're playing the pay per view off TV because the pay per view don't sell. But it is kind of sad that people that do order the show that it, it really doesn't have any meaning come Thursday where they pretty much redo everything. So you know that's something I wish TNA would get away from. But there again, like you say with James Storm, this this guy is having bad luck. I don't know if it's the management decision, which we've heard in the past that Hogan hasn't been high on Storm because of, uh, say, his uh, southern accent or whatever. But I, I think you, you're going to have to do something with him before the fans just look at Storm as a character and say he's not worth getting invested in because TNA's going to screw him. And I don't know if he's you know, going down that Samoa Joe road where you get close but you don't get the world title. I don't know how long TNA can play that off him. And I don't know if, you know, all these swerves that they're doing with, with uh, James Storm or AJ Styles is to get us to think that they could be a heel to go into Aces and Eight. So I just don't know what they're doing with Storm. And, and you brought this up a couple of weeks ago, is that we're still dealing with Storm and Rude where they should have closed this out, and they haven't. So, you know, will, will Storm get a chance to regain the title shot next week? So it's been no conclusion to their feud where there again, you said Bound for Glory, that should have been it. They should have moved on, but there again, they're still battling for the same for the same thing that they was battling for like the last six, seven, eight months. You know what would almost be a way to really end this feud? And this is how they used to do it back in the day a lot of times. The only problem with this is I wouldn't have James Storm lose this match simply for the fact that he was gone recently for a while, hurt, but... I love Rude, but I think it could work into a storyline where let him have a career match or a fired match. You know, listen, man, you know, there's not room enough in this company for the two of us. There's no way that either of us can can exist in this company while the other is here. The hatred's just too much. Have that match. Have Rude lose. And. You don't have to do it where like he's gone for six months, but even for three, four weeks, maybe, you, you know what? You want to kind of, you want to talk about storylines that we've seen before, but I think if you tweaked it, it would work. Not so much like when Cena got fired, that it was bullshit. He was there every week. But I mean, like you could have, he's gone for two weeks. After two weeks, you start seeing him just trying to get into Universal Studios. You see him trying to buy a ticket. You see him trying to get back to Impact any way he can. And meanwhile, while you have that little storyline going with him, you've got James Storm chasing the title like he should be doing. Right. Yeah, that that would definitely work. Um, also, with the show tonight, like I said, it was a strong show. Uh, they, they're trying to do a new focus with the knockouts. Uh, I'm not saying I'm disappointed that Nikki James won, but, you know, it goes to show that she's been away for three and a half months, and then you just give her the title shot. Uh, it's, it's a lot to explain about that. And, and the only thing I don't like with TNA doing the knockouts is that it's always one knockout that's get that spotlight for, you know, a couple of months, and then they go on to the next. You know, they you know, recently, like, ODB was going to be able to get that shot or win the title, and poof, now she's out of the picture with that. So I, I don't like the focus that they're doing where they're just basically choosing one knockout every month or every two months. They give her two pay-per-view chances, and that's it. So, uh, you know, I just think, you know, with the knockouts, they can do a little more. 
Uh, please, God, get get the uh, knockout fake tag belts off of Eric Young and ODB. They're not going to defend him. They just get rid of him. It just makes no sense. Uh, Jesse's a guy that I hate, but you know tonight he sort of they sort of served the pr- purpose in a funny way, and you know maybe less of that guy is better. But they him and that turret thing they can't grow on you because you you start to hate both of them. So they're using him right. I didn't like we didn't see no Matt Morgan and 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 uh, uh, his guy. I can't think of his name right now. But I'm, I'm surprised we didn't see no Matt Morgan tonight. But all in all, you know, good two-hour show. It was solid. Coming off a strong pay-per-view, I, I just wish, man, I just wish they had more time where they can invest more into the product, and 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 you know, you can really, truly, honestly focus on it if they had more time to bring more characters in where you can really get invested into it. I just think that two hours go by so quick, and by the time, you know, the next Thursday roll around, you either forgot or, you know, you got your place with TNA. So it's just that they just don't have the time to really hook the fans in. And if you look at the ratings, that's that's their main problem. Not storyline content, not match content. It's just the time and the presentation. That's what's killing them. Well, I mean, I've been I've been a proponent for that for a while. I know, you know, people disagree with me that yeah, and if you really look at it, and here's the other thing people, you know, when when a show's advertised as 2 hours, they've got it and I noticed this tonight cuz it was pissing me off. They got a shitload of commercials. So you're talking basically you're really looking at 90 minutes. Yep. I I wouldn't I, see now I would never suggest Moving them to three hours, because for me, I think for any wrestling company, that's a disaster. I thought it was a disaster in WCW. I think it's a disaster in WWE now. But slapping on another show on another night of the week, even an hour-long show, where you can have, you know, you can get the the gut check stuff out of the way on that show. You can get some of the filler out of the way, so then on Impact... You can fill that two hours with the guys you need there. Yes, 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 definitely. I mean, I mean, you're so right. And and just to cap it off with the Sting thing you were talking about, I, I don't, you know, I think this is Sting's common entrance every year. I mean, exit where he leaves, and then they, you know, convince him to come back. I, I hope they don't make a big production about it. I really wish that they would probably cool Sting. May if they do bring them back, it will be probably around Slammiversary or something like that. I, I think we're at the point now with Sting and Foss with with TNA trying to bring Jeff Hardy back, is that you need to curtail away from Sting. If if your future is Jeff Hardy, you got to really think about not bringing Sting back for one year at five hundred grand. A guy that limit you know doesn't travel for house shows. He he you know his merch doesn't sell as much as Hardy. So I think this is a turning point. No pun intended. But they need to decide if Hardy's their guy. We can't invest, you know, another five hundred thousand in Sting and pay Hogan two million dollars. You know, that's a lot of money with two veterans. I think TNA is at the point, real quick, that they can't have all these legends and, and veterans on their contract. They got to decide which guys bring the buck to the table. You cannot have Hogan, Sting, and all these other guys on the contract where you don't have nothing but two hours. And, and and you know the financial uh, gain that they're bringing is not great. So if they're gonna if they're all in for Hardy, they got to be all in, and they got to start monitoring some of these other veterans. I don't want to take all your time, man, but uh, 
you know, that that's basically the direction they need to go as far as that. Well, before you go, I mean, you know, I I agree with what you're saying, and I, and I almost, while you hate to see, you know, TNA lose the guy, but, you know, he, he asks for a lot of money, and he damn sure deserves it. I would still... I think that that right now, at this point, when his contract is up, Sting deserves, and we're, we're all TNA fans here, but a guy of his caliber deserves, I think, at least one short run in the big company, man. You know, you don't, you yeah. never want to see a TNA guy go to WWE, but He's a guy who I think at this point he's done everything he he could do in TNA, and you know yeah he's getting paid a lot of money, but I tell you what he has really been very loyal to TNA. He's been a good company guy, but he's almost done, man. He's a legend. He should finish you off with a big deal in the WWE. Get your DVD deal. Take some of Vince's money, and then you know enjoy the rest of your life. Yes, 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 yes. I was talking with a friend of the other day about it. I just say maybe he said, "Well, why he doesn't want to go?" And I say, "Well, it could be the thing that he might want the legitimacy, just like Floyd Mayweather wants to be the only undefeated title champion. Sting might want to be the only guy in wrestling history, big big time star, to never take Vince's money. And that could be something that he's, you know, he doesn't want to do. And 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 maybe that's the reason why TNA did the Hall of Fame thing to say." Okay, Vince, you can you can put him in the Hall of Fame years down the road, but we did it first. So it, it, it's a lot of things in play with this thing thing. And not saying that TNA can't bring him back, but at, at that number and his age and and just you know the financial restraints TNA got, yeah, he can go up there and get that big one-off payday. But at the end of the day, we all know you know he's a TNA guy. And I just know that, you know, Sting in his heart, he knows Vince and him is not going to portray him in the light that he wants to. So if he did go, he, he will basically be doing it for the money, not not for any legacy or anything like that. Well, I don't know. I, I think Sting is too big a guy for WWE to even attempt, you know, to, to make him. You can, I don't think you can make Sting look like shit. And I think he's a smart enough business guy where he wouldn't allow that. And he would have all that shit in black and white. Before he signed, you know, Sting, Sting's been around the block. That's a smart motherfucker. If WWE lawyers think they're going to get... Yeah, he's not Ric Flair going up there with a, a cup in his hand trying to get another paycheck. And the thing you got to remember is Sting doesn't need the... WWE needs Sting because he can bring them a shitload of money. Just with the yeah. DVDs, the legend deals. Sting don't need money, but just... You know, when you're, you know, when you're a freaking athlete, you want to end at the very top. You want to go out with a bang. And I think that in WWE, he could do that. But anyway, man, thanks, Terrence. I appreciate it. Uh, I'll be back in two weeks, man. You have a great holiday and uh, be safe. And I'll see you when I see you. Uh, you too, bro. All right. Take care, man. All right. Terrence coming. Oops. Thing that wasn't the buzzer anyway terrence coming in saving the day and i'm gonna wrap things up um you know i had another announcement for next week i mentioned all the podcasts make sure you check them out once again to reiterate running the ropes on hiatus this week and next week and the programming notes for next next week that i was mentioning is 
there will be no live wrestling news live this week. Um, JJ and I are going to get together at some point and re- uh, record Taboo Turkey Day. And as far as I know, stay tuned to the SNS Radio Network Facebook page for all the details. But as far as I know, as of Monday, JJ is going to open up the phone lines where you'll be able to call in and leave messages for Thanksgiving. If you just want to say Happy Thanksgiving, if you have a little story you want to tell, definitely check that out. Stay tuned. We'll have more info on that, I'm sure, on Sunday Night Showdown. So no live Wrestling News Live this Tuesday. Next Thursday, there will not be a TNA Chat Live. As I said, it's here in the U.S. It's Thanksgiving. And uh, I want to spend it with my family and have a good meal and just chill out and have a couple days off. So I will be back with you guys on November 29th. That'll be the next edition of TNA Chat Live at the same time, um, 10.30 p.m. Eastern, of course, on Thursday. And last but not least, I'm going to say it one more time. Make sure you remember, because I'm really stoked, guys. 4down.org, get those Survivor Series picks in. If you've never done it before, please sign up and do it now. You go to 4down.org, it's... You create an account, you go to the SNS Radio Network group, say you want to join. Sean will take care of you, he'll make sure you get in. So go out and vote. Not for the president, that's over. But for your picks on Survivor Series. Anyway, thank you everyone for listening. Have a great weekend. I'll be back with you all Sunday night. Hopefully, for once in a long time, at 100%. Take care, guys. This has been TNA Chat Live. Only on the SNS Radio Network.